Snuggle Dragon Audiobooks presents Cinderella Once upon a time, there was a kind gentleman who got married again. His new wife was very proud and mean. She had two daughters who were just like her, mean and proud too. The gentleman also had a daughter from his first wife, and she was the sweetest and kindest girl you could ever imagine. She got her goodness from her mum, who was the best person in the whole world. After the wedding, the new stepmother showed her true colours. She didn't like the good qualities of the kind daughter because they made her own daughters look bad. Instead of treating her nicely, she made her do all the hard and dirty work in the house. Cinderella had to clean the dishes, the tables, and even her stepmother's and stepsister's rooms. While her stepsisters slept in fancy rooms with beautiful beds and big mirrors, Cinderella had to sleep in a tiny cold attic on a straw bed. It was really unfair. But despite all this, Cinderella was a good and patient girl. She didn't complain or tell her father about the mistreatment because her stepmother had control over him. When she finished her work, she would go and sit by the fireplace in the ashes and cinders. That's why her stepsisters called her Cinderwench and her kind younger stepsister called her Cinderella. Even though Cinderella wore old and plain clothes, she was a hundred times more beautiful than her stepsisters, who always wore fancy dresses. Her inner beauty shone through, making her truly special. One day, the Prince of the Kingdom decided to have a big party called a ball. He invited all the important and fancy people to come. Even our mean stepsisters got invited because they thought they were really important. They were so happy and started planning what to wear. They spent a lot of time choosing fancy dresses, skirts and hairstyles that would make them look the best. This created a new problem for Cinderella because she was the one who had to iron and prepare her stepsister's clothes. They talked all day about how they would dress up. The eldest stepsister said, I will wear my red velvet dress with fancy decorations from France. The youngest said, I'll wear my regular skirt, but to make up for it, I'll wear my special golden cloak and my beautiful diamond brooch. It's not an ordinary brooch at all. They called for the best hairdresser to do their hair and make them look beautiful. They also got new fancy brushes and makeup. They even asked Cinderella for advice because she had really good ideas and was very helpful. Cinderella was so kind that she even offered to help fix their hair and they gladly accepted. While Cinderella was fixing their hair, they said to her, Cinderella, wouldn't you like to come to the ball too? Cinderella sadly replied, Oh, you're just teasing me, I can't go to a place like that. Her stepsisters agreed and said, You're right. It would be so funny to see a Cinderella at a ball. If it were anyone else, they would have messed up their stepsister's hair but Cinderella was very good and did a perfect job. Her stepsisters were so excited about the ball that they didn't even eat for almost two days. They even broke more than a dozen laces trying to make themselves look very slim. They were constantly in front of their mirrors, making sure they looked just right. On the special day of the ball, 
Cinderella watched her stepsisters go to the royal court with great sadness in her eyes. As soon as they were out of sight, she couldn't help but burst into tears. Her fairy godmother, who saw her crying, asked her what was wrong. Cinderella managed to say, I wish, I wish. But she couldn't continue because she was crying so much. Her fairy godmother, who was actually a magical fairy, understood what Cinderella wanted. She said to her, You wish you could go to the ball, don't you? Cinderella cried out with a big sigh, Yes! The fairy godmother smiled and said, Well, if you promise to be a good girl, I will make sure you can go. Then she took Cinderella into her room and told her, Go to the garden and bring me a pumpkin. Cinderella quickly went to the garden and picked the best pumpkin she could find. She brought it to her fairy godmother, wondering how a pumpkin could help her go to the ball. The fairy godmother scooped out all the inside of the pumpkin, leaving only the outer shell. Then she waved her magic wand and the pumpkin instantly turned into a beautiful carriage, shining with golden paint. Next, the fairy godmother looked into her mousetrap and found six little mice. She told Cinderella to lift the trap door a little bit, and as each mouse came out, the fairy godmother tapped it with her wand. Miraculously, each mouse turned into a splendid horse, and soon there were six magnificent horses, all of them a lovely grey colour. Now they needed a coachman. Cinderella suggested, Maybe there's a rat in the rat trap that we can turn into a coachman. The fairy godmother agreed and said, Go and see. Cinderella brought the trap and inside there were three big rats. The fairy godmother chose the one with the biggest beard, touched him with her wand, and transformed him into a jolly coachman with a round belly and the most marvellous moustache anyone had ever seen. Then the fairy godmother said to Cinderella, Go back to the garden, and you will find six lizards behind the watering pot. Bring them to me. Cinderella did as she was told, and, just like magic... The lizards turned into six footmen. They hopped up behind the carriage and stood close together, dressed in shiny uniforms decorated with gold and silver, as if they had been footmen all their lives. The fairy godmother said to Cinderella, Well, look at this carriage. It's perfect for going to the ball, don't you think? Cinderella exclaimed, Oh, yes! But then she asked, Do I have to wear these dirty rags? Her godmother waved her wand, and in an instant, Cinderella's clothes transformed into beautiful gowns made of gold and silver, adorned with sparkling jewels. And that's not all. Her godmother gave her a pair of glass slippers, the most beautiful slippers in the whole wide world. All dressed up, Cinderella got into the carriage. But her godmother reminded her, Remember, my dear, you must leave the ball before midnight. If you stay even a moment longer, the carriage will turn back into a pumpkin, the horses will become mice, the coachman will become a rat, the footman will turn back into lizards, and your clothes will return to their old rags. Cinderella promised her godmother that she would leave before midnight and then happily drove away, bursting with joy. 
When Cinderella arrived at the ball, the prince, who had been told about the arrival of a mysterious princess, ran out to greet her. He offered his hand as she stepped out of the carriage and led her into the grand hall, where everyone stopped and stared in awe. The music stopped, and there was a hushed silence as all eyes were fixed on the enchanting beauty of the unknown princess. People whispered to each other, She is so beautiful, look at how beautiful she is. Even the old king couldn't help but watch her and quietly tell the queen that he hadn't seen such a lovely and stunning creature in a long time. All the ladies at the ball admired Cinderella's clothes and hairstyle, hoping to recreate them the next day if they could find similar materials and skilled hands to make them. The prince escorted her to the most important seat and later invited her to dance with him. She danced with such grace that everyone was even more amazed. A delicious meal was served, but the prince didn't eat a bite because he couldn't take his eyes off Cinderella. Cinderella also spent time with her stepsisters, showing them kindness and sharing the fruits the prince had given her. Her stepsisters were surprised because they didn't recognize her. While Cinderella was chatting with them, she heard the clock strike eleven and three quarters. Realizing it was almost midnight, she curtsied to the company and hurriedly left the ball as fast as she could. When Cinderella arrived home, she immediately sought out her godmother and thanked her for everything. She couldn't help but express her deep desire to attend the ball once again the next day, because the prince had invited her. As she excitedly shared all the details of the ball with her godmother, there was a knock on the door. Cinderella hurried to open it and greeted her two stepsisters. She pretended to be tired, yawning and rubbing her eyes as if she had just woken up from a nap. Of course, she hadn't slept at all while they were away. If only you had been at the ball, one of her sisters exclaimed. You would have been amazed. There was the most stunning princess, the most beautiful girl anyone has ever seen. She treated us with such kindness and even gave us oranges and citrons. Cinderella appeared indifferent to their words. She asked them about the name of the princess, but they admitted they didn't know. They mentioned that the prince was greatly worried and would do anything to find out who she was. Cinderella smiled and replied, She must be incredibly beautiful then. How lucky you both were. Could I not have seen her? Oh, dear Charlotte, please lend me your yellow dress that you wear every day. Absolutely not, Charlotte exclaimed. Why would I lend my clothes to a dirty Cinderella like you? I would be a fool to do so. Cinderella had expected this response and was actually glad about the refusal. She would have been in a difficult situation if her sister had jokingly lent her the dress she had asked for. The following day, both stepsisters went to the ball once again, and so did Cinderella. This time, she was even more magnificently dressed than before. The prince never left her side, showering her with compliments and kind words. Cinderella was so captivated by his attention that she completely forgot what her godmother had told her. She thought it was still only eleven o'clock when the clock struck twelve, 
In a hurry, she leapt up and fled from the ball as fast as a deer. The prince tried to catch up with her, but he couldn't. In her rush, Cinderella left behind one of her glass slippers, which the prince picked up carefully. When Cinderella reached home, she was out of breath and back in her old and shabby clothes. All that remained of her beautiful attire was one of the glass slippers, its mate having been lost. The guards at the palace gate were asked if they had seen a princess leave. They replied that they hadn't seen anyone except a poorly dressed young girl who looked more like a country girl than a lady. When her stepsisters returned from the ball, Cinderella asked them if they had enjoyed themselves and if the lovely lady had been present. They told Cinderella that indeed the mysterious lady had hurriedly left when the clock struck twelve, dropping one of her exquisite glass slippers, which the prince had picked up. They revealed that the prince had been infatuated with her throughout the entire ball and was undoubtedly in love with the owner of the glass slipper. Their words were true, as a few days later, the prince proclaimed through the sound of trumpets that he would marry the woman whose foot perfectly fit the slipper. They began by trying the slipper on princesses and duchesses, but it was all in vain. Eventually, it was brought to Cinderella's stepsisters, who did everything in their power to force their feet into the slipper, but they failed. Cinderella, observing all of this and knowing that the slipper belonged to her, laughed and said to them, Let me see if it won't fit me. Her sisters burst into laughter and mocked her. The gentleman who was sent to try the slipper took a close look at Cinderella and, finding her incredibly beautiful, insisted that she should have a chance to try it on as well. He had Cinderella sit down, and as he placed the slipper on her foot, it effortlessly slid on, fitting her perfectly as if it were made of wax. Her two sisters were astonished, but their surprise turned to shock when Cinderella reached into her pocket and pulled out the other slipper, putting it on her other foot. At that moment, Cinderella's godmother appeared and touched her wand to Cinderella's clothes, transforming them into even more splendid and magnificent garments than she had worn before. Her two sisters finally recognized her as the elegant and beautiful lady they had seen at the ball. Overwhelmed with remorse, they threw themselves at Cinderella's feet, begging for forgiveness for all the mistreatment they had subjected her to. Cinderella graciously forgave them, embracing them and expressing her desire for them to always love her. She was then presented to the young prince, still dressed in her rags. He found her even more enchanting than before, and a few days later, they were married. Cinderella, who was not only beautiful but also kind-hearted, provided her two sisters with lodging in the palace. On that very same day, she arranged marriages for them with two noble lords from the court. So they all lived happily ever after. The End
Thank you.